families are what we would call nuclear families or traditional families. Uh, very uh, seldomly do you run across a family where mom and dad are together and the kids are all biologically both theirs. It's all mixed up now. We have uh, mixed families in terms of, you know, uh, she bought hers and he bought his and they came together and they had theirs. Uh, and that's very common. As a matter of fact, that's my situation. I had a daughter. My wife had a son. We came together and we had our son, another son. Somebody should have told us not to worry about the last one to just stop where we were. I wish y'all would have gave me some warning beforehand, but y'all ain't right because y'all didn't. But that's just where we at. And then some people are in a situation where you're a mom, but the truth be told, you're forced to be mom and dad because dad is nowhere to be found. And then don't get it twisted. There are some dads who are forced nowadays to be mom and what? Dad. And so this message, I don't want to approach this thing like what the husband needs from the wife. I want to talk about what moms need from dad and the kids. We'll start off in Ephesians 6, uh, verse 2, and this is what it says. It says, honor your father and what? Which is the first commandment with promise. What's that first word in that verse? Oh, come on. What is it? It says, honor your father and mother. And it's really cool that today we pause to honor and celebrate our mothers. That's awesome. But can I tell you something? Don't wait for one day a year to honor your mother. You should honor your mother every single day of the year. Watch this. Some of us would agree with that. But the truth be told, there are some of us here who would disagree with that. Why? Because your mom wasn't the mother that you thought she ought to be. Your mom did some stuff or didn't do some stuff. And because she did or didn't do some stuff, in your mind, she doesn't deserve honor. But I want you to notice what God says. He says, honor your father and what? He didn't say honor your good father and mother. He didn't say honor your deserving father and mother. He didn't say honor your father and mother if you feel like they lived up to your standard as a father and mother. He simply said honor your father and what? That means whether they deserve it or not, honor them. Whether you like them or not, honor them. Listen to me, y'all. Honor has nothing to do with whether or not you like them. Liking them has to do with your feelings about them. Honoring them has to do with how you act towards them. Liking them is how you what? Feel. Honor is what you do. And you can honor your mother whether you like her or what? Or not. And what God is saying is you honor her. Now watch this. Some of us have legitimate gripes against our mothers. At least if you ask us, we have legitimate gripes against our mother. And that's the reason why God didn't put a caveat on it. He just said, honor her. 
What does it look like when I honor her? It means I place value upon her. It means I respect her. It means I treat her right. Well, Pastor, she didn't treat me right when I was growing up. As a matter of fact, she never was there. So why should I honor her? I'm going to tell you, God is smart, okay? The reason why you honor her is not for her. It's for you. Why you say that, Pastor? Two reasons why. Because, number one, you think that honoring your mother is between you and your mother, but it's not. The reason why you honor your mother is not because of who she is, but instead because God said for you to honor her. And when you stand before the Lord, God's not going to ask you about what your mama did. He's going to ask you about what you did. And regardless of what she did, he's going to want to know, did you Honor her like I told you to. Has nothing to do with your feelings. Another reason why you need to honor her practically is because you're showing your children what to do with you. You're teaching your children how to handle you based on how you handle her. Now watch this. And if because she didn't live up to your expectations, you get to decide not to honor her. What you're telling your kids is, the day I don't live up to your expectations, the day I fail you as a mother, you no longer have to honor me. And I got news for you. You ready? Buckle up. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. And you can afford to do that to the degree that you are perfect. But if you're not perfect, if you messed up like the rest of us, you better honor your mother because you're teaching your children how to honor you. It says, honor your mother and what? Well, Pastor, what they got to do with the men? I thought you was going to get on them. I want you to get on them today, partner. You got on us two weeks ago. Men, you're called to be leaders. And the, one of the first areas where you should lead is teaching your children how to honor their mother. Notice I didn't say teaching your children how to honor your wife. Notice I said teaching your children how to honor their what? Mother. Because whether she's your wife or not, again, it has nothing to do with whether you like her as a mother or not. You need to teach them to honor her. And look, I, li, hey, listen, I, I see how y'all looking at, listen, listen, listen. The kind of lover she had was, has nothing to do with the kind of mother she is. Woo! I think I'm going to say that again. Not because they liked it, but because they didn't. The kind of lover she was has nothing to do with the kind of mother she is. And shame on you. If you don't teach your kids to honor their mother because you don't like her because of what she did as your lover. You have to teach them to honor. Well, I don't think she no good mama. Who made you God? You ain't no perfect daddy. You messed up too. You not stuck. How you know, pastor, she ain't with you? She left. Hello, somebody. You 
You have to teach them to honor her. Well, that's easy for you to say. I ain't telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I did. I'm telling you what I did. My daughter didn't grow up in my house and she knew the last thing you want is for mama to say you were disrespectful. I'll jump in my car and be over there so fast and make your head spin. You have to teach them to honor her. And one of the ways that you teach them to honor her, watch this, whether you're with her or not, is how you handle her. Your issues with her should never be brought up in front of your children. It ain't none of your children's business, the gripes you got with her. Teach them to honor her. Woo-woo! Ladies, I hope y'all got my back because the fellas ain't giving me nothing today. <laughs> Watch this. What do they need from us? They need fathers. They need your presence. The best present you can give her on Mother's Day is your presence. Go to 1 Timothy 5.8, bro. But if anyone does not provide for his what? Own, and especially for those of his what? Notice the, see, God is so smart. He never ceases to amaze me. Watch this. Notice the distinction that God makes. It's two separate groups here. Two separate situations that he points out here. See, God knew we was going to be in the condition that we was getting. We was going to have baby mamas and baby daddies. And I got one over there and one over there. And Christmas is a field day because I'm running. He knew all of that. So watch what he said. Two different things. If anyone, first of all, does not provide for his what? Whether they're in your house or not. And then he distinguishes and especially for those in his own what? Household. So if they're your own, God expects you to provide for them. And if they're in your household, God expects you to do what? And if he don't provide for them, he has denied the first faith and is worse than a what? God said, I don't even want you identifying with me if you don't take care of your kids. Don't even tell nobody you belong to me. If you don't take care of your kids. And I said it a couple of weeks ago, I'm going to say it again. Shame on you, fellas. If you drive a nice car, but your kids don't have what they need. Provided by you. Shame on you if you Gucci down and you ain't sent no child support. Shame on you if you don't take care of your kids, but you around here bling blinging. The value of a man is not in what he wears or what he drives or where he lives. The value of a man is in what he does for his family. What are you, Paul? I was telling my wife on the way over here. I said, man, we, we got to talking, and somehow, like always, my grandfather, Papa, some of y'all knew him as Pastor Papa, he came up in the conversation again. And I said, Joyce, you know I think about that dude every single day. I said, it's always something that just triggers up. I could see a situation. I said, Papa would say this. 
I, 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 the other day we were out at our property and I saw a chair. I said, Papa will be sitting there. And I'm always thinking about something he said and so on and so forth. Hey, this, what's my point? My point is he left me something to think about. Right. Hey, fellas, what are you leaving your kids to think about? What will your grandkids say about you? That you dress nice, but they don't know a whole lot more about you? Well, all they'd be able to say is, boy, he still had a nice car. The Bible says provide for your own, especially those who are in your household. Watch this. Now, when I say provision, I do mean money. All right? I mean chips. Fetty, Snaps, Benjamin, Stacks, or rack a rack a racks I mean all that. But, but don't get it twisted. Because for some of us, we good when it come down to the money. We good when it come down to working and going to get the bacon and bringing it home. But I looked this up, and where it says provide, he's not just talking about money. He's talking about that, but when you look it up, you realize he's talking about providing whatever they need. And they need more than your money. They need more than you to drop off a love offering to them every now and then. Fellas, they need your time. She needs you to help her with these bad suckers that you helped her create. She needs you. Why she got to be the one to go to the parent-teacher conference every time? Why you can't show up sometime? Why she got to help with all the homework? Ladies, y'all ain't. Y'all need to be. How come she got to deal with all the headache? They need their daddy instructing them, telling them what to do and what not to do. She shouldn't be the one going to all the practices and the games and all that kind of stuff. They need you to provide that for them just like her. Says provide. Watch this. They need us to be what? But you know, for those of us who, you know, bring home the bacon and we at home, you know, we might be sitting there feeling kind of good about ourselves because I bring home the bacon you know, uh, I go to the games and all that kind of stuff. Pastor, I do all that. Well, when I say presence, I don't mean just being at home. I mean your mental presence. See, fellas, it don't count as present if when you're at home, your presence looks like this. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got it, Ty. I got it. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> Bro, Bill, I got it, man. <laughs> don't y'all mess with y'all, Pastor. I'll be warning y'all. For some of us, we think just because we present that we have a presence. For some of us, you, you, you like Elder Thad on that picture. You're home, but you're sleeping on the job. You, you home and, and you work and you bring it home, but when it comes down to what she needs at the house, you, you, you're nowhere to be found. 
You, you're on the couch while she's in the room helping with the homework. You, you sleep while she's chasing after the kids. You, you're doing other things, your own thing, while she's taking care of the main thing. And what you're passing down to your children is the responsibility for the house is mama's. The responsibility for the kids is mama's. And where do you find that in the Bible? Nowhere. God said you're the leader. And more than anything, leadership is responsibility. And responsibility means I do whatever it takes to make sure that it gets done. Kids fail in school and you sleep on the couch. Kids getting kicked out of school and you sleep on the couch. Kids acting straight up out the ward, and where are you? You down, but you at sleep on the couch. You got to get involved. They need your presence. They need you to be there more than just physically. They, she needs you to be mentally checked in. Give me first Peter with these last few minutes I got left. Watch this. Husbands, likewise... Dwell with them with, what's that word? Come on. Dwell with them with what? Watch this. Giving honor to the wife as to the weaker what? And as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be what? Hey, maybe the reason why God won't hear you is because it's how you handle your wife. Maybe the reason why you feel like your prayers ain't go no, going nowhere with your super spiritual self is because you super spiritual, but for her, you refuse to be a superman. So God's like, I ain't even trying to hear you right now. Notice what it says. Dwell with them with what? Hey, have you taken the time to understand your wife? Or have you just written her off as crazy? You mean, Pastor, God expects me to understand crazy? Yes. But you don't know what kind of crazy I'm dealing with. Hey, listen, man, don't tell your wife I said it, but all of them crazy. <laughs> but I got to tell you this, though. You ready for this? There was a time in your life when that crazy worked for you. You like that crazy. How you know, Pastor? Because you married that crazy. <laughs> Tell you something else, you crazy too. So God really expects me to understand her. Absolutely. You have to take the time to understand her. And watch this. Part of your frustration is that you haven't taken the time to understand her. You keep saying, man, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm taking care of this, I'm taking care of that. She ought to just be satisfied. Why in the world she ain't satisfied? You're doing all that, but you're still missing what she wants you to hit, and you can take that how you want to. You got to understand her. i tell you a story. I bought Joyce a truck about a year ago, y'all. I ain't just buy my baby no truck. I bought the girl, she wanted an F-150. I'm like, you know what? We got a couple of these kids out the way. They don't cost as much. So I'm, I'm gonna buy my baby a truck. She sacrificed with me. Been driving the same car for 10 years. I'm gonna buy a truck. She wanted an F-150. I'm gonna get my girl an F-150. So me, like, it take me like six months to buy a car. 
I, I research it to death. I'm on Consumer Reports. I'm on Cause.com. I'm on True Value. I'm looking at this and what, what's the potential for something going wrong and looking at that and looking at this and then looking at pricing and comparing it. And I'm not averse to like going anywhere in the country to get the right price. So, you know, car dealers hate me. Because I'm that dude who's going to research. I'm going to know what I'm buying before I buy it. So I took like five or six months and just did research and searched it all out. This from my girl. And uh, finally found a truck in Texas. And I got on the phone and I worked the deal. Got up. You know, I'm ready to buy the car. Got up one morning at 3 o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning, but Bill, to catch a six o'clock a.m. flight. I don't mind, though, because this for my girl. I want to please this girl. Caught the flight, flew to Dallas, Texas. Went in, met with the dealer, signed the paperwork. I ain't got time to waste. I couldn't stay over. Jumped in the truck, drove it eight hours back to Covington, Louisiana. Why? Because this for my girl. And I ain't, I ain't just get her any old truck either. This my girl. She been rocking with me all this time. I'm a, if I'm going to get a truck, I'm going to get a truck. I got the girl leather seats. Lariat edition. They ain't just leather. They heated. Most of y'all got heated seats. That's why you ain't impressed. My girl seats got air conditioner. <laughs> heated and AC seats. Girl got the rear view backup, got the spray in bed ladder, and she got the sunroof so she can dig the scene with a gangster leg. I'm all proud, drove the truck back. She ain't had to do nothing. All she had to do was tell me she wanted it. Drove the truck back, I ain't get home at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Pull up into the driveway, run inside and get her. I had washed it off, I'm so proud. I stopped at the car wash at 10, 30 at night. I'm out there scrubbing, I don't want the interstate bugs on it when she see it. Pull up there, like, girl, come see your truck. She walked out there, she looked at it, she walked around. She said, it's nice. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, babe, do you like it? I like it. No, pass out. <laughs> Jump for joy, do something. Fast forward two weeks later. Saturday morning, I'm in there, you know, reviewing my sermon notes and stuff like that. It's about 10 o'clock. I knew she had left. I didn't know she had came back in the truck that I bought her that I ain't really feel like she appreciated enough. So in my mind, I'm going, man, this girl, she highfalutin. I done spoiled her too much, so on and so forth. So about 10 o'clock, I hear, oh, yes, I'm like, what in the world is going on? I run outside. She in front of our garden on the side of the house with the flowers doing like this. Yes, 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 yes. I said, what's up? What's going on? She said, I finished my flower bed because I caught these plants on sale for $2 at Home Depot. Uh. 
If I'd have known that, I'd just spent $2 on a plant. That's what I was looking for with the truck. Hey, come here, fellas. You're wondering why you're doing all this and doing all that. She ain't jumping for joy. Because you think you know what it takes to make her jump. Because in your mind, you've decided what it should take to make her jump. And what you ought to do is dwell with her with, take the time to understand her. She might be like my wife. She don't care about big stuff. But gardening gets her excited. So instead of going to Texas, <laughs> right there at Home Depot all day. I can't get mad with her because I assumed what it would take to make her happy as opposed to just asking her. Does that make sense? Give God a hand. Without his bow, turn.